0: What's better than this? Guys! Being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Crafts from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this live Would You Rather episode of the show live on a Thursday night in your podcast feed on a Friday. Kyle, good evening, good morning.
1: Happy, let's call Happy it Friday. Happy
0: Friday to you. Let's Thursday? call it Friday. So weird. I don't how know excited I
1: mean. are you? How excited are you in two weeks' time to be doing this either ahead of or at halftime of Thursday night football?
0: First of all, I'm all in on before Thursday night football, by the way. I know we're not really talking about Pre game show.
1: Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, uh,
0: what is it? The Texans and Chiefs?
1: Yeah. Rematch the divisional round. remember Hopefully when we were Kansas doing. The city uh, doesn't drop 50 straight points on them this time.
0: Do you remember we were doing the schedule prediction as as the scouting staff? Right, we're all working through this, right? Everybody game not by game. You,
1: not just you and me,
0: yeah, everybody, right? The okay. whole group. And Jordan's presenting this game, and he just straight up goes, Texans win.
1: Oh, and oh, everybody, everybody lost like, their mind. We like, were like,
0: oh, oh man, like uh, straight up,
1: like really.
0: Yeah. And he was like pulling our leg, man. But he's, he's, he's like, you don't no, expect just, it with Jordan. You know Right. What I mean?
1: That's what, that's how Jordan gets you on jokes and like his dry humor, because he's like, yeah, man, I think Texans win. And we're all like, and he goes, no, <laughs> I, I don't just, know what to I'm do here, promising. but I don't, I
0: don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, we got to start off with the one from last week. I think this comes from the sports nut. We told everyone this would be the lead and it will be. Would okay. you rather have Matt rule or Cliff Kingsbury for the next 10 years? <laughs> This is very easy for me.
1: You're taking Matt?
0: Oh, am I ever taking Matt? You want builder? to know why? Because he's actually won before in his life, Kyle. <laughs> I mean, Cliff Kingsbury at Texas Tech 35 and 40, a losing record in four of the last five seasons. Got fired from Texas Tech. 5-10-1 his first season in Arizona. The guy's never had a proven track record of winning. At least Matt Rule. Well, we have no idea what this guy's going to be like in the NFL. He's done it at Temple, right? They never had a 10-win season before at Temple before he got there. He did it twice. And then Baylor, turning that program around from shambles into a team that, you know, was within three points of beating Oklahoma. So give me Matt Rule by a landslide.
1: Okay. I think I trust his program building resume. Obviously, it's an offensive minded league, but I think you got to be really good in the the CEO type stuff. And Matt building the programs that he does, he doesn't strike me as the kind of hardo that's going to have a my way or the highway <laughs> that's going to rub pro players the wrong way, right? Like some of these college coaches come up, and Steve Spurrier was that way, Nick Saban was that way. You know, they they really couldn't get the same teeth to their coaching style as what they did at college. Uh, I don't think Matt's going to have that kind of problem relating to his players, so I'll go with I'll go with Matt Rule as well.
0: I felt like I had a lot more passion behind what I said there. Like I lost my well, mind. Yeah. You're like you're like, oh yeah, I would go with Matt Rule. Tried to
1: a... tried to bring an even keeled, less <laughs> emotional.
0: Just balancing it out. All right, so what happens now? You got one for me. Yeah, I got one. I got one for you. One. I, got okay. one for you. Right. I got one for you.
1: It's about paying quarterbacks. Pretend your team does not have a quarterback. Can't relate. Which you might not. I don't know. Would you rather pay Teddy Bridgewater $21 million a year, which Mm -hmm. is what the Panthers are paying Teddy Bridgewater, Mm -hmm. or Derek Carr $25 million a year, which is what the Raiders, it was five-year, 125.
0: For how long?
1: Let's call it each of the next three seasons.
0: Oh, man, I would have taken whichever contract I can get out out of sooner. Equal
1: length. That is their That is their annual average salary market price. Would you rather have Teddy for 21 or Derek
0: for 25? I think I'd take Derek Carr. And what it comes down to, I think they're – I view them similarly as quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. But I think Derek Carr's peaks have been better than <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater's peaks. And so I would believe in trying to get that out of him because I've seen it um, more so than we have with Teddy. I mean, just watching Teddy's tape it with the Saints last year just – a guy that looked for the path of least resistance, throwing the football, just not wanting to challenge windows down the field that were there that you would expect a reasonable NFL quarterback to make those throws. And you know, I, I, I don't. Both of them sort of have that same issue, but we've seen Derek Carr do more. So give me, I'll take my chances with Carr.
1: I can. Can I be honest? Yeah, I almost put Tyrod Taylor in here. Mm. Would you have picked Tyrod Taylor?
0: thing about Tyrod is I know he's not going to turn over the football. He will throw the football down the field and he'll make some plays with his feet that matter. So you think
1: Tyrod's more appealing than
0: Teddy or Derek Carr? No, because the problem with Tyrod is I haven't seen him do anything meaningful since 2017. You know, that's the thing about him. And and look, Tyrod Taylor, like good for him. He was the quarterback for the Bills that got them out of the drought, right? Like let's Mm -hmm. give him credit for that. And he played the right type of football for that, but I just haven't, like he was He struggled with Cleveland, man. And we saw Baker come in and just look completely different with that same personnel. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not that low on Tyrod, but I think I would rather have Carr still.
1: I'm also a little confused because he said it was Tyrod and hard knocks is calling him Tyrod.
0: He's pulling everyone's leg with that, man. That was, that was complete nonsense. Okay. Okay. I have some good stuff for you. And I just, I don't even know what to ask you first. Probably a question. I know, but they're all good. I like these all. All right. Um okay. Let's this is the most relevant football question right now to like what's going on in the league. Which safety would you rather make the highest paid safety in NFL history? Buddha Baker or Jamal Adams? It's Jamal Adams. Really? That what you didn't think twice about that. No, Jamal's a monster.
1: Buddha's really good. Jamal's probably a more consistent tackler. I think Jamal is more upside in coverage to stay sticky on tight ends because he's bigger. And I know he's going to be a bigger presence playing through contact at the line of scrimmage.
0: We throw one more name in there because I, I had three and then I I took it out. I said, now yeah, let's make this about the two guys that, you know, Baker just got paid. Adams is going to get right. Paid. Right. If I th- included Eddie Jackson in this <clears throat> list, does it change things? <clears throat> of course it does. He's <laughs> you one you know- of those
1: rich. He's one of those rare breed, single high, free safety.
0: Take types. the football away, unlike at a higher clip than these other guys.
1: Right. Um, I would honestly, I would probably pay Eddie for the turnovers. Yeah, I, I know agree. Jamal is like the elite defensive weapon you can put him on all three levels of the defense and he's going to be a plus presence on all three levels. But there's just something about like, you almost feel like there's this devaluation of free safeties because the guys who can play it at the clip and rate of generating turnovers of what we've seen from guys like Eddie Jackson is so low. But when you get one of those guys, they're really special. And Eddie has been as advertised the nose for not only turnovers, but like creating scores. Like how many times, how many touchdowns does Eddie Jackson have at this point? It's like it's four. It's yeah. like, it's like three or four. Like he's, yeah. he's had a ton of scores already. Um. So I would probably pay Eddie for the free safety, single high, that rare ability that he he's the best at it in the NFL right now in deep coverage. Do you agree?
0: Yeah. The turnovers change everything. And it's not like you don't concede things, right? It's not like he's a bad one high player. And like, you just all in on turnovers. Like he's a pretty complete safety. He wins differently than Jamal and Buddha, but like he's a top tier center fielder that takes away the football.
1: And Chuck let him play a little bit more in man coverage. And he's got experience right. playing corner
0: corner. Yeah. So I, so I, like, I feel like th- that's the harder player to find, right?
1: Yes. So I think so. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know all about our affinity for Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and it is the best protein bar these lips have ever touched. And we want you to find out what all the fuss is about for yourselves. Built Bar has completely revamped their formula, returning 12 original classic flavors with six new flavors as well. So whether you're looking for a meal replacement, a healthy snack throughout the course of the day, you're on the keto diet, or you just want a delicious snack, Built Bar can be there for you. And Right now, Locked On listeners can get $10 off their first order by using promo code On. At BuiltBar.com. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, save $10 off your next order, and find out what all the hoopla is about with Built bar and their new formula. Okay, Joe. You can become the general manager of one of the two following teams. The Carolina Panthers, which on Thursday's episode of Draft News, we just got done talking about how they're kind of in an unenviable spot for their rebuild right
0: now.
1: Or the Detroit Lions, who are (laughs) also in an unenviable spot because so many of the personnel pieces on the Detroit Lions team is geared towards Matt Patricia's style of defense. And if we're making a GM change, things probably didn't go so well in Detroit. So now you got a bunch of miscast defensive pieces. So to kind of two unenviable dynamics to GM jobs.
0: I think the challenging part about Carolina, what makes it unenviable is that they don't have anything that's going to accelerate their rebuild, right? They don't have a surplus of draft capital. They don't have a surplus of money to spend on free agents. And so what this comes down to is just landing the right quarterback. That's, that's going to be the big difference maker for them. And Hold on. Okay.
1: They have one asset that can accelerate this build.
0: They just paid him CMC no
1: 2021 first round draft pick. If Teddy Bridgewater is the right quarterback.
0: Really? What do you you think it is? Micah Parsons? Is it Jamar chase? What is it?
1: No, I'm saying they, they trade out of that spot. If they don't need a quarterback,
0: Yeah, that's the
1: the only outcome in which they can accelerate their rebuild process.
0: Yeah. In which case I'm still going to pick Trevor Lawrence if they get number one overall Yeah, if I get the number one pick, I'm picking Trevor Lawrence from Carolina.
1: Which is the proper decision.
0: Right. Teddy Bridgewater didn't play good, and we got the number one pick. All right, I know that cornerback situation's bad, but, like, you're not like, oh, man, we have Teddy Bridgewater passing on Trevor Lawrence. Uh, So I guess this is very easily for me, Carolina. I I feel like I have an owner that's going to support me big time to do whatever I need. Um, I I guess... what what made you bring Detroit to this equation? Because I don't see any appeal there at all. Because like you said, I think there's so much work to be done there because so much of that roster is built for Patricia's defense. And Carolina needs a lot of help, but I, I could still look at their roster and I can see a DJ Moore, a Christian McCaffrey, a Brian Burns, a Derek Brown, a Shaq Thompson, you know, safety and Jeremy Chin that I like. I, there's redeeming pieces there. Look at this Lions team, and I'm like, uh, Jeff Akuda and – The offense isn't – in bad shape. What moves the needle for you is is a new GM that you're like, okay, I can identify these offensive pieces as building blocks. Galladay and Hawkinson, yeah.
1: Galladay, Hawkinson, Matt Stafford. You could possibly move Matt Stafford. He's a movable contract after this year, much more so than what he was last year when they were kind of teasing and flirting that they might actually think about doing
0: it. Yeah, I'm, I'm Carolina, and I don't have to move. You know,
1: there you go. Well, that, would that's the, about that. That. the easiest sell of all. Is you you don't even have to move your your house. Right. You've got a what twenty five minute drive into facilities, and you're good to go. Yeah,
0: yeah no big deal. You know, I'd love to. Uh, you know, I don't. Am I built for Detroit? I don't know. I don't know if I do well there. Okay, of course I have a GM question for you, but I'm going to skip that for now. Cool. Um, you are. F- <laughs> this one's good. <laughs> you ready? To sweat a little here, Kyle. No sweat. No. This is. Yeah, this is going to be bad. You are forced to fire Brian Flores no. and replace him. No. Now, this is where it gets worse, Kyle. It gets no. much worse than just firing Brian, Brian Flores. You have to replace him with one of the following former Dolphins head coaches. Would you rather it be Adam Gase, Joe Philbin, or Cam Cameron? You got to bring him back, hand over the reins. Brian Flores, you're out. Adam Gase, Joe Philbin, or Cam Cameron?
1: What's Cam doing now? He's a quarterbacks coach in Baltimore. <laughs> Is that what he's doing?
0: Your was producer going to pull that up for me? Wasn't he one in fifteen? Right, his one year. Yes, he was uh, one in
1: fifteen with Teddy Ginn Jr. and his family as their first round pick that year. Uh, Never he, forget that.
0: Cam Cameron hasn't had a job since 2016. He he was the offensive coordinator in Baltimore from 2008 to 2012. Then he went to LSU to become the offensive coordinator from 2013 to 2016. Yeah, Otherwise, exactly. this guy's playing golf and drinking coffee
1: so no (laughs) it ain't gonna be cam and it can't be adam it has to be joe has to be joe philbin
0: process of elimination is there anything redeeming about joe philbin because we got a good look at philbin on hard knocks yeah we talk about some of that stuff to this day you and i
1: joe philbin sitting in his chair here Cutting Chad Johnson. Definitely don't make eye contact with him, though. Just, well, you know, it's one of those things. Just don't think it's going to work out. I'm
0: so mad. He's the O-line coach for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, I know where he's at.
1: I know where he's at. I didn't realize how tall Joe Philbin was. I walked past him in Indy this year at the Combine. Yeah. And I was like, he kind of looks oh wow, that's Joe Philbin. And like he's like six three or something like that. Like really? he's really tall. He's really tall. All right. Oh no. Braden in the comments. Joe Philbin looks like a farmer who should be wearing overalls.
0: This guy's made money Wait, in football, man. Good he looks he looks like
1: that farmer from that classic painting with the pitchfork, where it's the farmer and his wife out in front of the, the barn house. It's
0: classic painting. Hold on, my
1: okay. pre- entertain the, the viewers.
0: Um, I can't believe Kyle off the cuff thought I would know a painting. I don't I don't know any paintings, famous paintings. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> I found it. Spend any time in museums? What are you gonna do? Screen share or what?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna sh- turn. The I got screen I on. got
0: Joel Philbin up. I'm looking at eight thousand pictures of me here on Google Images. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's him. It's exactly him. <laughs> it's exactly him. I'm looking at him right now with a Green Bay Packers logo shirt on, and that's a, that's absolutely that guy. By the way, I've never <laughs> seen this picture. Never.
1: Uh, somebody says it's um, American Gothic. From Jack. Jack says American Gothic is the name of the painting. Wow,
0: that's what a Joe find. Philbin
1: right there. What a find. Getting a little queasy just thinking about it. There he is. It's so stupid.
0: All right, what do you got?
1: remove that. Get that out of here. <laughs> um, would you rather play running back behind the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line? Which is it's not a good line, right? So it's an unenviable, but my theme of the week is unenviable situations to be. Okay. So would you rather play running back behind the Bengals offensive line or Play cornerback behind the Detroit Lions pass rush.
0: Assuming I have the requisite skills to assuming do this, assuming you things, have right? the requisite skills because <laughs> I'm do having a hard time imagining myself doing either one of these yeah, things. You you don't. Know? Let's be honest, I think people would be more kind to me if I was a running back, you know, that had enough skill but just had a bad old line. If I'm a corner, right, and I don't have any pass rush, I'm just getting dusted, nobody's going to give me any benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? No one's be like, oh, you know oh, what? That guy. What saying. Yeah that that guy. I see what you're just, saying. Just if there was a better D line, this guy could lock down one half of the you know the, the field. Running back, people people still feel bad for Barry Sanders, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. but
1: Barry still did
0: fine. Yeah, maybe that wasn't a great example. Wasn't well, your best, but. But guys, know where I was going. I think people are more willing to give the benefit of the doubt to the running back behind a bad O-line than a corner behind a bad D-line.
1: The comments agree
0: with you. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, Would you rather have the most elite punter in the game and the 25th best kicker or the most elite kicker in the game and the 25th best punter?
1: Really? You score points. You score points with that guy.
0: You affect field position, which EPA and start average starting field position matters. Justin Tucker. What what would you trade for Justin Tucker? Nothing. Wouldn't trade wouldn't? a thing. Nothing. No, I wouldn't trade a thing for Justin you Tucker.
1: You cross the 50, you're gonna score with Justin Tucker.
0: I don't care. I'm not trading anything for Justin Tucker. I'm gonna try to find the next Justin Tucker. No, not trading for kickers and punters. I and I love kickers and punters. It's like my thing. I'm all about drafting him on day three, but I'm not trading for Justin Tucker.
1: The the comments agree with me very emphatically. This is a terrible take by you. I didn't didn't have a take. I asked a question, all right? Okay, well, I asked you a counter question, and you're pooping your pants in your response. I'm just
0: surprised how easy of a conclusion this was for you. If you were... Who's Bill's kicker? Now it's Tyler Bass.
1: Tyler Bass. As of like three hours ago. If you told me... If I told you you could have Justin Tucker for a three, you're not doing it. And upgrading from Tyler Bass,
0: yeah, because Tyler Bass has never made a kick in the NFL. Of course, I do
1: that. So you would trade something for Justin Tucker?
0: Yeah, but like you in just don't trade in anything. a vacuum. I wouldn't if you if you give me that context, it makes me change my mind a little bit. What what so if you're the Bills? Yeah, and your kicker's
1: Tyler Bass. What I mean, are you trading for, Justin Tucker?
0: A four. You just told me you do it for a three. Yeah, but now I'm in negotiation. When I'm going with a four, and I'll go up to a three.
1: If I'm a if I'm a competitive football team, I might trade it too. I'm for- not trading a top fifty pick.
0: What do you have to pay? What is this man's salary? I don't know. Why not your producer get your producer
1: pull it up? That's I had a little bit of my pot, four pod years,
0: monster. twenty million dollars. I am going to try to find a more economic option than this.
1: Listen, you see some of the schlep's out there making five million dollars a year. Listen, so would you rather would you rather pay wide receiver four five million dollars on your well, roster or Justin Tucker five million dollars?
0: I'd rather just draft a somewhat comparable kicker and pay him like 750,000.
1: Christian knows what's up. My team is in Tucker's division and he kills us. Tucker's automatic. And you know how I feel about like field goals and all that kind of stuff.
0: So I thought I'm you not... might give some thought to the punter.
1: No. Give me Justin Tucker all day long. All right. I don't care what my other options are. Um, I don't have any more for you.
0: All right, well, I have one more for you.
1: Okay, and then you want to do a mock We'll One more and sir. then do a mock. We'll sure. just kind of like break it down in real time.
0: Here's the here's the GM proposition for you.
1: I don't like it already, but okay.
0: Well, you should because I didn't give you two crap teams either. These are two good teams. This is a hard decision. Um two teams we talked about on the podcast today. Okay. Would you rather become the general manager today for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Baltimore Ravens?
1: Oh, geez.
0: Right. No more of this Panthers, Lions, you know, Jets, whatever other team we keep throwing at each other. Two good teams to think about.
1: You know what's really interesting about both of those teams is you, you take into consideration like the landscape of your division, right? Both of these teams, their rival, New Orleans and Pittsburgh, have really good rosters, not a lot of spending space, and super old quarterbacks. So it's like there's not even an angle I could take there to help make my decision Mm -hmm. one way or the other.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I think i take Tampa, and the reason being I've already accounted for a high-end quarterback contract So when the transition happens, I'm going to transition into a rookie quarterback contract, and it's going to open up more space in my cap spending and flexibility. Versus taking Baltimore, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to pay Lamar, and then you're going to have to like make some tough decisions. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Lamar's going to get like forty a year or something like that
1: if he keeps playing like what he did last.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Plus, I'm
1: staying in Florida, you know. So. Stay in Tampa.
0: Stay in Florida?
1: Yep. Go to Florida.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: My heart's down there, even if I'm not. You've never lived Have you ever lived there? uh, For a couple weeks at a time.
0: But not like you've never had a permanent residence in the state of Florida? No. No. What's with the love for Florida?
1: It's my heart's down there. Family vacation home used to be down there.
0: I had a a Bills fan today um, in my DMs.
1: Um, I assume that's par for the course.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I take questions and stuff. And so this guy said, he's a a bills fan from the Bahamas. And I'm like, really? Like, how did this happen? And I've never lived in Western New York. He goes, um, in the late early, excuse me, in the late eighties, early nineties, the only games they would show on TV locally were the Dallas Cowboys and the Miami dolphins. And, um, I, uh, I wanted to go against the grain and I enjoyed watching Jim Kelly, Thurman, Thomas Bruce Smith continually beat the Dolphins. So I became a anti-Dolphins fan and a Bills fan.
1: Wow. Good for yeah. him.
0: So that's how you get Bills fans in the Bahamas. What a guy. <laughs> Sticking with it too, you know?
1: Well, if that, if that would have been the case, I would have been a Dallas fan because I'm Central PA and everybody there loved the hell out of Philadelphia. And I quite frankly kind of was on that same boat too, but like I'm for Dallas, you know, America's team at the time. I'm like eight when they're coming off all their Super Bowl wins and stuff like that. Like, no, what, what, so,
0: what did you think about that as a kid? Obviously, I hated them, right, because they're beating my team. Were you like, "Wow, these guys are so good," and Emmitt Smith's great? I mean, like, what did you think about that? You're probably happy they were beating the Bills. Did you did that matter to you at the time? What Miami? Well, the fact. What was your thoughts about Dallas? And was your Dolphins fandom rooted enough for you to care and be happy that they were beating the Bills?
1: How many times they played in the Super Bowl? Once?
0: Twice. Back-to-back years.
1: Oh, really? It was, what, yeah. 93, 94? Yeah. I don't know. I was, like, five and six years old.
0: This wasn't deeply rooted in your no, mind? No,
1: I don't remember any of that stuff. Oh, man.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Hate to see it. Um, What team do you want to do?
0: What so what are we doing? We're we're doing a mock draft here.
1: We're gonna do a seven or a mock. Okay. We're gonna pick a team. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, Scouts. I can't do that. <laughs> cannot do that. But we're it's gonna be automatic, but it's gonna be slow, and we're gonna talk about what we're hoping to see happen for our picks versus what actually happens.
0: How about the Panthers. Why? Because that's what somebody said in the chat.
1: All right, we'll do keep pounding.
0: We, talk, and we talked about them a little bit here about whether they should take that quarterback and all that stuff. So,
1: All right. So this is going to be – Panthers have the third pick.
0: hmm
1: Let me add this to our broadcast. Imagine not watching this live and just listening. Be weird. Guys have to join into the party.
0: Well, we're thankful for the listeners too on Friday.
1: Well, of course we are. But we'd be even more thankful if you came and partied with us throughout the course of our Thursday evenings
0: yeah
1: as we bring this home so um i did not
0: do fast oh you hate to see that so
1: what what obviously best case scenario here is somehow Trevor Lawrence falls to
0: yeah i want one of point. those big three quarterbacks is what okay, i
1: Okay so you're going to be happy with any of the quarterbacks yep do you want to watch the picks as they come off or do you want to just watch our picks
0: uh, for the first round, let's watch them as they come off.
1: All right. we You know, we're totally going to get some weird simulation that yeah, doesn't include get, right. Trevor going first. In which case, I will start over and edit the podcast. All right. I am willing to take on the responsibility <laughs> of cutting the audio if the MDM does not cooperate with us.
0: People don't know the pressure we have to get this right.
1: Oh, okay. okay. There it is. Okay. So Trevor Lawrence, Penny Sewell, top yep. two. We are on the clock. Fields got to be just written for Fields. Fields. Give me Fields,
0: Justin Fields. It
1: is. We're in great shape.
0: This is a real Dolphins pick. Ah, look at that! Creed Humphrey
1: Humphrey in the top 10. You got Jalen Waddle. Honestly, though, I really like how this board is falling thus far.
0: All right, here's the Bills' real first pick. This is what's really going to happen next April.
1: Drum rolls, Trey Smith. You happy with that or no? No, I'm okay. I'm gonna pause it after pick 32. It's okay. It's okay.
0: All right, so pick – we got our core. Oh,
1: Journey Brown sneaks into the first round of Tampa Bay. Mm. Fun, huh? Was Travis Etienne already drafted? Etienne went uh, no, oh, at 16 to Atlanta, yes. All right. So top 10 in the actual simulation that we did, Trevor Lawrence, Penny Sewell, Carolina Panthers got Justin Fields. It's who we wanted. Micah Parsons to the Giants, Jamar Chase to the Bengals, Greg Rousseau to the Jets, Creed Humphrey to the Dolphins, Dylan Moses to the Lions – Jalen Waddle to the Dolphins, Alex Leatherwood to the Jaguars. Pretty Super logical, right? Yeah. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. You know, every once in a while we always get the people in the premium slack sending us the weird simulations right. and like we get it. We can't control it. Machine goes crazy every once in a while.
0: Is <laughs> so what it to, is. So we get to I'm hoping for like, I want Jackson Carmen. Um Radunes would be fine.
1: What about Tyler Shelvin, just to have him and Derek Brown play next to each other. I still got KK Short. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't want Tyler Shelvin. I don't I <laughs> okay. So, best available uh, Kyle Pitts, Christian Barmore, Brevin Jordan, Tyler Shelvin, Jackson Carmen, Carlos Basham Walker, little J2 Fele, Hamilcar shed
0: There could be a cor- I, corner I would probably be okay with.
1: Eric Stokes,
0: a little early, best early.
1: available, yeah. So we're not rooting for a corner right here. No,
0: give me, give me, give me Jackson Carmen. Give me one of those we're, offensive we're, tech. We're,
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd even take uh, Falele. I'd take Radden Raduns, or I would take Jalen Mayfield too.
0: Yeah, let's go. Give us one of them.
1: Okay, so we're gonna resume second round. Here we go. Let's see what we get. Pitts, Olave, Carlos Basham Jr.
0: And we didn't need an edge at all. Like we're set at edge. We have Burns. We have Weatherly. We have um, Weatherly.
1: But let's not pretend like we're set Peter at edge. Gross
0: really. We have Christian Miller.
1: Listen, we're building a program here. Matt Rule, he's a defensive guy at heart. Boogie Bass. I wish I could say I was surprised.
0: Look at Chaz wrap for the Bills. I'm very excited about that pick, second round.
1: Okay, so we are just about to the end of the second round here. Drake Jackson sneaks in nice. Tyler Shelvin's still on the board, Joe. Let's wow, do it. Falling. Let's just do it at 67. Let's just do it. We're going to build a brick wall. Give me one
0: days. of those corners or linebackers. Or someone on um, offensive lineman. Okay, Give me so,
1: Stater. best available players right now. Tyler Shelvin, Master T, Najee Harris, Cameron McGrone. Wouldn't mind McGrone, low-key. Andre Cisco, Zamir White, Jack Sanborn, Jabril Cox. Israel Mukuamu, Asante Samuel, Rayshawn Slater. How about Slater
0: or Mukuamu? Who I'm kind of rooting for here. Samuel would be fine. McGrone. Wouldn't,
1: wouldn't mind McGrone. I'd kind of low key go wild, chug the rest of my drink if we get McGrone. And then we're gonna let we're just gonna let it run from here the rest of the way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Oh, no, Mukuamu.
0: Okay. okay, that's good. That's good. Need it's someone sensible. Right Julio, that is
1: a sensible selection to make.
0: Kyle, I have a, a would-you-rather here as this simulation runs. Okay, would, you rather, would you rather not be as prepared as you possibly can for the 2020 NFL season or be a TDN premium member and read our team preview guides that Ooh, we put out on Thursday?
1: Know, I would probably elect to be a TDN premium member, okay. and I would probably sign up for the full year for $30 knowing that we get trades in the mock draft simulator. We get access to the premium Slack channel. We get access to these 650-something pages of written content previewing all 32 teams, uh, knowing that we're going to get an in-depth scouting report draft guide with 300-plus players involved with professional scouting reports. Some new features to the mock draft simulator. We got Charlie Kolar here at 98.
0: It's interesting. By the way. We'll see. I mean, they have they have Ian Thomas, who we need to see what he is this year. Quentin Chris Manher is a, a blocking backup tight end. Charlie Colar's. I'll tell you what. I watched a little bit of Brock Purdy last
1: week. Yeah, Colar's fun. Brock Purdy's low key fun too. But like uh, day two or yeah, he's a day two okay. guy. Here we Got a go. a so I coming So, to answer your question, yes, I yeah. would elect to be a TDM Premium
0: subscriber. Yeah.
1: Knowing I got 12 worst month of premium content and all that written content plus the interactive features that we have. Dickerson. Landon Dickerson.
0: Florida offense State transfer, attack. right? Yeah. Need some offensive linemen, but it's kind of late here, so I don't know what we can really count on for them.
1: Charlie Kohler's a solid blocker.
0: I wish we did a little bit more for our offense here. With well, somewhere. we should
1: probably have more picks at our disposal, but nobody traded out of last year's picks. Cause we had to have Derek Brown.
0: Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of a tough pill to swallow. Right. Like I was willing to go way, way, way back. I would have gone in the twenties. Yeah. Just to get a one yeah. for the following year. Something yeah. you Finding to find me, somebody
1: desperate to get up there and what jump in front of Arizona for Isaiah Simmons.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is like, they traded up for Jeremy chin and I'm excited about Jeremy chin, but they oh, didn't do God. anything to stockpile assets, you know? So, so Derek Barnes, linebacker Purdue,
1: three, of the first five picks went defense again. Yeah. This is kind of low key. Uh, it's kind of a Matt rule type draft based on what they did this past year, all defense.
0: Well, and you got a lot of prototypical size type people here, you know?
1: Yeah. So this, this, this kind of works for what we saw them do this past year. So in full summary, the seven round knock is done. Justin Fields, Carlos Basham Jr., Edge from Wake Forest, Israel Mugulamu, corner from South Carolina, tight end Charlie Kohler. Those are the top 100 picks. And then we have Quentin Lake, safety from UCLA, offensive tackle Landon Dickerson from Alabama, and linebacker Derek Barnes from Purdue. What would you grade this draft class for Carolina, Jill?
0: I mean, they got they got reasonable value with their first four picks. They did. So that's... Helps. Helps, but I when you have such pressing needs on the O line, you know, it's hard for me. I'll give them a B minus.
1: Yeah, I think this is a, a solid. This is not a, a home run. Like I'm not losing my mind on how good this is. And and as the comments say, you know, the, the lack of offensive line help really hurts. Yep. But um that's what free agency is for, this suppose, right? Don't have a whole lot to spend though. That's no, they don't that's a problem. No, they don't. Any parting thoughts for the week?
0: There's a college football game on Saturday, isn't there? Like Austin this P. Week? Yeah, Austin P versus like, Central Arkansas.
1: Like this Saturday.
0: Yeah, I, I now I feel like I need to like double check that. But yeah,
1: please do, because you're gonna get me way excited for nothing if it's there's not actually a game being played.
0: You don't want to see Austin P and Central Arkansas. No, I'm
1: saying if there is no
0: game, I'm gonna be disappointed now because you told um, me there was a game. On, hold on. Here it is. So here it is. The truth is that. 9 o'clock on Saturday, August 29th, you can watch Austin P versus Central Arkansas on Let's ESPN. Go! Called by Matt Barry, Mike Golick Jr. and Lauren Sissel. Oh, we
1: get Golick Jr. on it too? Yeah. Sick. Blessed. College football is back. <laughs> Who would have thought? It's going to be weird. It's going to be very surreal every time we get a college football game. Just because well, I've been operating under the assumption that we won't get any. Right? I want to
0: watch a football game I haven't seen before, man.
1: Right. Some fresh content. Uh, Braden wants to know when is North Dakota State's lone game? It's like in October, isn't it? It's like October 3rd or something like that. So we got we got a couple couple weeks. Make sure they stay on top for their one game this season, which whole different can of worms. We hope you guys enjoyed. Would you rather? We had a good time with it. Uh, Joe, I think would you rather will be a little bit more interesting here in a couple weeks with some of the mock draft simulators, don't you think? Mm -hmm. Knowing what's coming down the pipe. We are are not at liberty to share what it is just yet, but we have a big update coming for MDM before the start of the season, and it is going to be awesome. So keep an eye out. We'll let you know when it gets here. In the meantime, Joe kind of teased the, the season preview guys that we have done uh, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears from our TDN scouting staff, and they all did an amazing job making sure they put together a really in-depth product for you guys. We're really proud of it, and we hope you will check it out. Kyle Crabstrom, you know, thanks as always for listening or watching the Draft Dudes Podcast. We hope to see you guys again next week, and we hope you enjoy your weekend.